0: All right, this is Joey Atlas back with episode number two in season two of the Fitness Whisperer podcast. And anybody watching this on video right now, you can see I've got another guest with me. And this is another good one, a really good one, <laughs> because it's my brother, my younger brother, Dom Janusa. Dom, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. Actually, we had you once before. That was a couple of years ago now. Yeah. We did the audio version. Um, I remember I did drop a few light swear words, and somebody said I shouldn't swear because that's not me. So I'm going to try to keep it clean on this one, which I've been good with the last bunch of them. Yeah, that's so. the <laughs> truth. <laughs> right. Okay. It's all yeah. good. So, so we did the audio one. Now we've got the video going. This is going to be dual. So, anybody watching on video um, and you want to get the audio, make sure you search for the Fitness Whisperer podcast on your favorite podcast platform. Uh, and look for the Fitness Whisperer, hit subscribe, you'll get the audio sent to you automatically. Eventually, I have a feeling Dom is going to have his own podcast. That might be something we talk about here today as part of the, the, the journey unfolds in front of us. Um, and if you're listening on audio, and you want to see us on video, because there is some cool stuff in both of our backgrounds, we got, got to talk about that painting there, Dom. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I got the home gym system behind me. Uh, but you can see our mugs, see our facial expressions. There might be a few good ones, mannerisms, etc. cetera. Um, you get to see the comparison of my hair ahead versus my head of hair versus Dom's head of hair. It's very humid today in New York. <laughs> He's got the, the hair. Fuzz. <laughs> um, so if you want to see the video version, plus plus other video versions and other cool things, go to joeyatlas.tv. That's J-O-E-Y-A-T-L-A-S dot TV. That takes you right to my YouTube channel, which most of these podcasts, video versions are hosted on as well, in addition to some other things. So the title of today's podcast is How to Get Fit, Healthy, and Strong at Middle Age and Beyond. And so somebody might be thinking, well, why does he have his brother on here with him? What is he? What are they going to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Dom, let's, um, let's give any newcomers context on why it is you're here and what's, what, what it's going to mean to this conversation. I think starting, um, if we dial the clock back and start where you made your personal entrance into health, fitness, working out, eating right, et cetera. Remind me and tell the story to the listener and the viewer. How does that story go? How did you get into this?
1: Okay. I would, well, I'd say uh, I got into it much earlier than people know, uh, professionally, obviously, out of college. But from an early age, uh, you know, some of your listeners and subscribers might know that, you know, we were exposed to daddy, really. And that was a big, influence uh i know in your life and mine as well Mm -hmm. um not too many kids you know at six years old seven eight nine years old would see you know their dad (laughs) pumping iron you know (laughs) uh, tanning shaving down coming up with posing routines right um So I'm actually, and actually actually using the chin up bar
0: that was in the doorway, Right. I just leaving it
1: there. (laughs) Right. That's right. Hanging from the bar. um, And then all the crazy stuff that went with it, you know, having those flex magazines and muscle and fitness and all the old Hercules movies and Arnold. And right. So there was always that, for me, that, that background of, of, you know, being interested in, in fitness and fitness then and what it is today yes there are certainly some key differences
0: all right hold right there don't train a thought and i'll pull you back on but this is just coming to me that's why i said this is going to be great conversation that things are naturally going to come out on come out with um did any of daddy's friends make any kind of impression on you like the gym guys and girls like did that play a, a part
1: Oh, yes, for sure. All right, give me an example. Two. Uh, I mean, I could go down the list, many characters for <laughs> one. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, at the time, you know, the women that were working out in those types of, of places where they were a little more hardcore bodybuilder type places. You remember the old Olympia in Brooklyn? Right. And then, uh, there were some places here in Westchester um, that we went to. And at the time, I think a lot of the females were really hardcore bodybuilding yeah, you know they were lifting heavy right. a lot of stuff that we would probably frown upon now right Eat, they were um, eating chicken broccoli and brown rice no yeah <laughs> hard boiled eggs you know uh cans of tuna um yeah you know the the old stereotype right and for sure uh, a, a bunch of characters a lot of you know good character guys mm-hmm. um you know, definitely some good friends. Yeah. We made some yeah. good friends and we, you know, we got to, to meet some interesting people. Do you remember anybody
0: uh, specifically by name?
1: Oh, oh yeah. You know, the, well, <laughs> there was, I can't remember the old guy who owned Olympia. Do you, I don't know if you remember him. Al Fives. He, that's right. <laughs> he had incredible strength. He used to be <laughs> able to bend those steel nails. Yes um and he was decades older than our dad and all those other guys and yeah. he'd come in and he'd bend those those nails and he'd very you impressive. know take them home and give them to us <laughs> <laughs> we were we were like you know in all of that yeah but I remember going there as a kid he oh, took yeah. he took me I'm sure he took you sure on separate occasions and uh you know seeing those cinder block walls and mm. the old you know metal plates. plates with rust and Right. You know, dust and uh, yeah. So yeah, I remember his friend Vinny and uh, Vinny Malone. Vinny Malone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I, I was so intrigued by it. You know, these guys were like to me at the time, like you know, superheroes.
0: Right. Exactly. Um,
1: you know, real life real life people, you know, I was into watching superheroes and Spider-Man and the Hulk. And right. you'd see those these physiques. people had those physiques. Yes.
0: That was a really, really yes. big connection for me. Like, yeah, I would notice these guys, Vinnie Malone, his friend, Sal, uh, mm-hmm. some of the other guys like Vin- Vinnie, we laugh, but he-, he had an awesome physique. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like, gorgeous. I yeah. Mean, yeah. He was very
1: symmetrical yeah. and yeah. But even the other guys
0: who weren't so like symmetrical and aesthetically pleasing, they were mm-hmm. still like worthy. Like you. Oh still, yeah. Yeah. There was still this like wow factor when you saw you know their their arms and their chest and, mm-hmm. and you know, they had the a <laughs> tight core and yeah. shoulders. It was just, and they were happier. They were like they had. Oh energy. yeah. They were yeah. happy. They didn't complain about aches and pains. Like they did stuff. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So there was a whole different energy around them, from them, and that that they created by being amongst each other and around people. And that, mm-hmm. that had a big impact on me. And yeah. even the women, too. Like, even though we look back like, wow, you know, there are a bunch of things we were doing, you know, not so right, could have been better, but they still got the results they were aiming for. You know, oh, yeah. They still yeah. grounded out. And even some of the women were like, they had respectable physiques and you can mm-hmm. tell, you could tell they, they trained like, yeah. And yeah. they ate, ate well enough to make things happen. Mm-hmm. So that was a huge impression for me. All right. So back to you, that was a big influence on both of our lives for sure. More, more stories there uh, which we actually talk about in the future. I won't, I won't go down that rabbit hole now, but we, we will. Cause there's some good lessons there. Uh, right. So you, we fast forward into your, early 20s, you're training, you're learning more. And how do you get into your career path that takes you here?
1: Uh, Well, so I played a lot of soccer, Mm -hmm. uh, played all my life into college, and eventually got uh, the last injury I had in college, I decided I needed to focus on academics and figure out where I was going. Um, But that time, uh, you know, spending time in, in rehab and physical therapy and dealing with all the injuries I sustained, uh, had me interested in, in physical therapy and, and rehab, but I was very, very much interested in, uh, you know, the fitness part too. Mm-hmm. So I was able to juggle both and ended up in, um, phys- um physical, 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 med- physical medicine, chiropractor, physical therapist, uh, physiatrist, and it was a multi place um so it was a it was a a good place to be there were all different walks of life Mm -hmm. and different age groups and uh I was there for about 18 years and I also kept the fitness part of my uh, uh, business going so I would kind of juggle both back and forth Mm -hmm. in the clinic it didn't it was more medically based obviously but there were times where we were able to Give a full go to to people to get them back to returning to what they were doing. But most people in that environment were, you know, uh, I guess victims of you know uh, a terrible injury, a fall, getting hit by a car, uh, even sedentary lifestyle, aging population, Um, and then uh, you know work workman's comp uh, issues. So it was it was that was an interesting place to be. Mm -hmm. I learned a lot by being there. Hold hold that my fitness Hold that
0: thought right there. Uh anybody watching, listening, if if uh if you want to connect with myself, I should have said this at the beginning, but we'll say it again at the end right now. If you want to connect with myself or Dominic, um, for any reason, any kind of consulting, training, on location, long distance, et cetera. Um Dom's a little bit more local, but he is broadening his horizons. So he, he is able to do some remote work and is looking to do more. You can do this two ways. You can come get our freebies first at fitnesstraining.live. That's fitness training, T-R-A-I-N-G, fitnesstraining.live. That'll put you on my freebies list. Reach out to us. Let us know you want to get in touch with Dominic. We'll, we'll connect you personally with him. Uh, at the end of this podcast and video, I'm going to give you his personal email address. If you happen to be in like Greenwich, Scarsdale, Larchmont, Harrison, Rye, any any in those any one of those areas, right, Dom? That's right. Or yeah. or or long distance. So that's that's yeah exactly.
1: Seeing okay. people, you know, in person, obviously, right? There's a certain radius I'll be willing to travel. Yep. But. Yep. And
0: then of course we got uh, the remote stuff now, Zoom. Uh, Right, possibly travel. I can travel on location now. I've freed myself up to do mm-hmm. that if if necessary. Mm-hmm. So that's how you can get mm-hmm. in touch with myself with DOM. We'll repeat all that at the end because some people do want to explore getting in touch with us for for real help. So your experience in that eighteen year period, this is critical here. you mentioned something very important you You ended up working with a lot of people who got themselves into bad health conditions by being sedentary. So there was no accident, there was no fall, there was no being hit by a car, there was Yeah, there were plenty they, of patients. They were just like they were just yeah. being sedentary and that's what took mm-hmm. them down and almost out. Mm-hmm. Right? So you get to experience this after your, you know, your childhood exposure to fitness and health and training and proper nutrition And now you're seeing what it's really like for the sedentary person who's let themselves go, how, how deteriorated and how deconditioned they can become where they actually need medical help to get back to some level of functionality. So I'll let you take over from here and then take us to where you are today.
1: Okay. Yeah. So, um, with the with the rehab, the interesting thing with with that was, uh, I'll get to that in a minute. But yes, there was a, a a big part of our population that came through those doors was I would say middle age aging people, um, who fit that profile of of not really being too active, or not taking their health and fitness uh, as a priority, um, and you know the. Back problems, neck problems, shoulder issues—you mm-hmm. uh, know, all sorts of dysfunction. The whole body, with, really, the whole exactly. body. When you think about it. Uh, yeah, and you know, people would be oftentimes perplexed. You know, why I never had this, and now I have this. <laughs> well, because you never really did anything, right. and you know, you're not fortunate. Some people could go a lifetime without really doing much, and they're okay. I mean, that's. that's you not know, the norm, but though. that's not the majority of the population, um, and so you know, I was uh, I was able to witness this over a long stretch of time, um, and my my goals and the way I did things for myself too started shifting. It used to definitely mm-hmm. from we talk about those bodybuilding days. It was more aesthetics, right? Um, I really don't even. I mean, I should I shouldn't say that I don't think about that. We all want to feel and look good, mm-hmm. but more of it is. Is um, how I'm treating my body and right. what are the things I could do to uh, increase my longevity and feel good. I'm interested in the numbers that I get when I go for my annual physical. Yes. Um, right. Mm-hmm. So those those things are important. Uh, probably more so than the percentage of body fat. Exactly. Although I do care about that. Right. Right. Um, so getting back to some of these patients, um, it was it was really rewarding to see um how some of these people would make progress and you know they'd feel restored and have a renewed sense of of life and being active and doing things and and they would take this seriously and incorporate it into their lifestyle and in a manageable way right so i think you know you and i talk about this kind of stuff all the time and that's obviously what precipitated this right conversation here on zoom that we our natural talks are, Hey, would you eat today? You know, do you see what these people are doing? So these people that, uh, that I used to treat are many uh, for years. I run into occasionally and say, yeah, I still do my, my exercises. I'm doing well. And Mm. um, so, yeah, you don't have to be in a gym and, you know, grind it out for an hour and a half or two people are, are, are able to make, you know, progress and some great profound changes with, um, you know, just smart, uh, methodical, disciplined, uh, little routines. Yeah, consistency. Um, but the the difference in in if I take that demographic of that same uh, patient in, let's say, sixties uh, in their sixties, okay, early sixties, the ones that would come sometimes they would come and it would they would present themselves in a way that. They would say, yeah, okay, what do I do? You know, you, you just show me what to do and basically coming to us like we were going to fix them. Mm-hmm. So that was one type of patient in that demographic alone. The other ones would say, I, w- I want to get better. What do I do? I've never, done, I've never done this before. Is this how I do it? How many times should I do it at home? The ones that were proactive, it was amazing. This actually goes beyond just that. Even the people that were injured, um, from car accidents, what have you, those were the people that made the most progress. It was amazing. And that was just, they could be doing the same thing, but even the mindset right. of, of their you know, positive outlook and being hopeful that these things can help them, you would see a real change. Um, so those were significant impacts on me uh, too. And I kind of like through the years have dialed down as you have too you know, some of the crazier things we used to do, right? So I'm more sensible. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I, I do, uh, I'll, I'll experiment too. And, you know, I kind of practice what I preach. I mean, some, some people would probably be surprised that I don't do much more than, you know, them. I've had clients who actually work out more than me. <laughs> yeah. And when I come along, I was like, yeah, you kind of got to dial back a little. I'm not right. telling you to not be active, well, you right. don't have to do two hours of working yeah. out yeah see a lot dial it down but increase your and, activity levels elsewhere right don't and, and, sit and, all day
0: and changing or exactly what they're doing for, their, for exactly. their fitness training right yeah you can yeah. spend two hours on something that's 50 percent effective where if we dial it up to 90 to 100 percent effective by changing the style of right. training and the methodology then we can cut it back to half an hour
1: mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. Uh,
0: yeah yeah what you mentioned like When I had to do stints in the rehab settings, and then also working with clients now over the years who come either out of rehab or actually want to avoid rehab through proper fitness training, it's it it gave me an appreciation of how much like you and I, even Marissa, our sister, Mm -hmm. were we're exposed to in terms of learning the basics, even of conditioning and how how what you eat affects your body and your health, mm-hmm. you know, you really, when you see people who are never exposed to that and, and they're really just at ground zero, it really makes sense that people don't know what to do. Like, right. They don't. So, all right. That's where we come in, right. It's time for us mm-hmm. to help them.
1: So, all yeah. right. So
0: let's take us to where you're at now.
1: Okay. So then uh, after 18 years of being at this place, I decided to shift completely and focus on my outside practice. Um, and so for a time, there was a lot more fitness-based. I actually worked with a lot of kids. Parents saw the need um, to have their kids be active. And these were specifically – I worked with some athletes, but I was actually more interested in working with the kid who was not an athlete, Right, who – was not coordinated, uh, didn't have any physical outlets, they might have been more studious Mm -hmm. and be into music, but parents, um, you know, the way information is traveling, understand that, you know, it's important for kids to be active too. So I actually worked with a lot of kids who are some of the most difficult clients (laughs) you could ever imagine. Yeah, welcome to the The first question, the first thing I always say is, uh, does your son or daughter know that you want them to do this and are they okay (laughs) with it? So once we got past that, then it was a little better. Um, so I still work with some kids, right. um, but that has kind of shifted too, To actually, where, uh, from the kid, I would go to the parent mm-hmm. um, because that, in to some degree, was a little more dire. You know, you have these fifty-something-year-old right. uh, people who um, are living a lifestyle that's just—it's like hard to imagine how you can. Right. Sustain that type of living, you know, working very hard, which I have a lot of respect for. I see these people who work long hours, but with that, they've adopted some, you know, poor habits of right and you know, and, and really lack of sleep. and lack
0: of habits, lack of right care right. of the body
1: and the mind, right, right, yeah, and you know, eating whatever they have access to. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times, people who, at least where I am the cl- type of clients I see. Um, you know, they tend to socialize a lot and go out a lot and travel a lot, a lot of different eating. That's challenging, but there are ways to navigate that too. And so that's where I come in. So I've worked with over the, it's shifted now to the, let's say the last two years of working with, uh, hard to treat clients, right. People who have done all different types of programs and still struggle with weight and and health. They may not have any specific orthopedic issues or comorbidities, um, and then also definitely a share of people, uh, who have had, you know, life altering, uh, illnesses. Mm-hmm. Um, right now I have, uh, two people who've had strokes, someone with MS, someone with Parkinson's, um, and that's, that's really difficult to, to, to be around. Um, you know, part of it is seeing the struggle of wondering what what they could have done you know sometimes it's it's you know hard to to understand or make sense of it and Mm -hmm. um you know maybe there are things they could have done but try to move forward from where they are but you could see the the level of difficulty presents on them the caretaker the family um having said that we're making progress with even even people who are dealing with some of these issues right there's still a lot Uh, and then i have some of the hype right right and and then I have a few people who are, you know, type a highly functioning <laughs> people who are working, like I described before, right. and I feel I actually feel a little anxiety being around them because <laughs> I'm watching this saying, Hey, you gotta, you know, you gotta do this. Or, and no, you know, uh, you know, they're on the phone until two in the morning and they're up, at, right, you know, on a on a train at six and. Mm-hmm
0: um you know dangerous dangerous uh, sacrifice
1: it's it's hard to kind of witness that and yes yes you don't want to go down the path of of some of the other clients i'm dealing with who've been through an awful incident um so those are the kind of people i'm I'm working with more now so it's not you know uh low body fat as much anymore Right. right um Yeah. Although I think that's still an interest of a lot of people ultimately. Yeah. But, but, uh, I think, yeah, uh, I would say that's, that's kind of where I am. Yeah. Part of, uh,
0: the reason we attract people like this is because we're equipped to help them. Whereas, you know, your typical, I want to lower my body fat, get muscle tone, drop excess fat, get an awesome visual aesthetic shape. Those a lot of those people still exist. Most of them gravitate toward though your traditional personal trainer, right, mm-hmm. or or mm-hmm. you know gym trainer, or you know you know what I, I think you and the, listener, the listeners know what I'm speaking about. And this is not this is not a disparaging uh, position in any way. It's just there are certain niches and crowds with certain needs and and expected desires, and therefore they're going to seek out a certain type of trainer or fitness coach Mm -hmm. to help with those specific things where the people that we're talking about, who we mostly help now, mostly, not, not totally. I I do have a few people that are very interested in body composition, muscle tone development, but Mm -hmm. part of how we get there is by me educating them on the more important aspects of taking care of yourself. Uh, So we're more equipped to help people that are, serious cases who need a different kind of help and a different kind of perspective and a different tool set to take them from the dangerous combination that they have going on in their own life and and their body and mind. um, And then gently walk them forward in a safe way to help them build and rebuild and continue to build to, to get them to some place that is, functional in life and to be able to maintain that. Um, I think that's, I think that's one of the important things that sets us apart in terms of capabilities from the majority of the the fitness coaches and trainers that are out there. Uh, but there's still a big crowd for those people. So I take nothing away from them. Uh, okay. So Mm -hmm. you're, you're, you're where you're at now. You're helping these kinds of, uh, highly successful, uh, High demand, high expectation people uh, who've generally let themselves go and sacrificed themselves to reach the success, to reach these income levels, to reach these career milestones or business milestones. They've sacrificed their their body, their life itself. And now mm-hmm. they need now they need help. Sure, they've got plenty of money to pay for the best, but sometimes they've gotten themselves into such a a, a tough place where letting them know how much time it's gonna take to to get to the next milestone on this road to recovery, um, it's hard for for some of them to absorb because they're used to making things happen fast, Mm -hmm. right? So as we get into the main topic here, how to get fit, healthy and strong at middle age and beyond, Give me, like when somebody comes to you, what's the gist of the conversation in terms of
1: setting expectations for somebody new? Okay, yeah, so you have to be realistic. So I try to, you know, I, I'm, I'm always curious where they're at, what they think is realistic. Um, and then I have my ideals and, you know, I feel like what I've learned through all these years Um, is pretty sound. Um, I'm always open to listening to, you know, different types of research and reading and cross checking things. Um, You and I converse a lot. Uh, I'll consider you I do consider you a mentor also. Likewise. And yeah, and so I think um, I think actually, for the most part, most of these people are not actually realistic Mm -hmm. with with That's, you know, what they they have to do. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, right. Um, I'll give you an example. I mean, I have a guy, he's, he's, of the, he's fortunately very healthy. He's, he's overweight. Um, he's highly functioning. He's a, an executive high profile job. Um, but he works just a crazy amount of hours But he's very dedicated to try and get in shape. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, but his idea of doing so is a little bit warped. And I don't really blame him. It's it's what you get from from media. And yeah. you know, he thinks society you have to culture, slam bags and flip tires and run and <laughs> be out of breath and you know lie down on the floor and you can't get up anymore. That's not it. Um, so I mean, there are times where actually I've said to him, you know what, let's find another day. You actually need to sleep. So there are some times where I'm, I'm that honest and I'll say, it, it, it's just, there's no point in me coming. You're totally exhausted. You pulled an all nighter, right. just sleep. Yeah. It's, it's okay. You're still going to reach your goals, but take your time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, I've seen all these crazy diets and cleanses and, <laughs> you know, um, I, I always say like, look, if you want to do it, it's not a miracle thing. Like it, maybe, maybe it might jumpstart something, but you, how many times have you done this through the years, and it never it works? And you can do right. it for three days, you feel good for a week, and a month later, you're yeah. you know you're crashing in the same way. It's amazing how so,
0: how in, like intelligent people yeah. will put themselves on this roller coaster, these, these mm-hmm. yo-yo diet programs, and 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 it's it's, 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 it still doesn't register. Um, and I think part of that is because there is so much out there. There's, they're so confused that they just feel like, well, trying the next thing might, mm-hmm. I might find the answer in that next thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, so keep going.
1: So I was going to say that it's its very, very rare that I change goals. I think people have a good sense of what they want or what they need to change, but their idea of getting there right. is, is, is way off mm-hmm. oftentimes. True. Um, you know, the biggest thing is, is being disciplined and being consistent and, um, you know, if they're able to stick to it, you know, it just, it might take longer than the ideals that they had. You know, they, they're gonna drop X amount of weight in a week and, you know, they're seeing all these different things flood their uh, inboxes of, of ways they can make these, you know, magnificent changes mm-hmm. that are oftentimes unattainable, unsustainable, Right. Um, so yeah, I think the the goals really don't actually change too much. I might point things out that I see, you know, with, let's say for flexibility, I see some real dysfunction. I see people are struggling and, you know, they might be interested in dropping some weight and being able to, you know, run a Turkey trot or right. something else. you got to kind of work on flexibility because you're trying to jog now. It's like driving a car with the brakes on mm-hmm. you're so unbelievably tight. So sometimes that it it warrants introducing something new that they were not really thinking about. Right. Um, and then even for myself, I'm much more interested in working from the inside out. Mm. So, you know, we think of lifting weights, we think of doing things and you're looking in the mirror and yeah, that could be all fun, but it really, really comes from the inside, what you're putting into your body, how you're treating your body. Sleep is incredibly important. Recovery is important. Um, and even with specific exercises, uh, you know, whatever I'm doing, I actually try to envision from the inside out mm-hmm. what I'm doing, all the mechanisms that make me bend and flex right. and squat and lift. Um, so the, the philosophy for me through the years has changed. I'd actually credit my wife, Liz as a yes. yoga instructor and that's Liz, been- aunt Lizzie, <laughs> <laughs> that's been uh pivotal for her in her life and yes. mental health and yeah. um so i've adopted actually some of that and mm-hmm. it, you know you could take some of those principles and put it into you know the traditional weight training absolutely traditional uh body weight exercises right and there is a bit of a crossover with that yes so um you know in yoga it's a little more gentle and allow your body to do what it can do and right um, so I, I, try to adopt some of that stuff and think about what you're feeling when you're doing it, mm-hmm. it might sound to some people, a little hokey, but if you give it a, a chance and, oh yeah. um, you I think uh, in those positive ways, it's, it's really beneficial. Right. Right. It's, yeah. uh, I mean, that's, that's
0: kind of naturally weaved itself into my training, you know, slowing things down, removing momentum, yeah, yeah. um, mm-hmm you know, holding certain, certain positions for a pausing isometric, um, controlling the eccentric, uh, you know, yeah. So there's a lot of crossover principles there. Definitely yeah. from, from yoga Pilates. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Lizzie Liz with the good work, there, giving you the direct <laughs> influence. I love it. Um, so, so we're okay. So in addition to all the client clients, we train, we're middle age. Okay. hmm Uh, give people or context. You are. You are. Um so you are you're you're closing in on it. I consider I know 48 is middle age, my brother. Yeah, I I would agree. (laughs) All right. So at the time of this recording, Dom is 48. I'm 51, three years apart, definitely in the middle age zone. Gen Xers, right? We're the gen no, we're Gen Flex. That's what we're gonna call ourselves. Gen Flexers. Generation (laughs) Flex, right? No Gen X. Um, that's a new generation we're creating. I like that. There you go. Gen Flex. Um we're going to make, that might be your podcast, the GenFlex podcast. <laughs> I'm going to make note of this. That might be it. All right. All right. <laughs> uh, Cause there's a big crowd that needs this all, all in Gen X, yeah. We're going to turn them into GenFlex. Okay. This is good. So, so when we, when we start working with people, we have three general areas that we know we need to address psychological, physical, and logistical. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: When I, Think about this a little bit when I say the word logistical in terms of somebody now trying to improve their life through the proper habits and uh, and training and nutrition, etc. Give me some of your thoughts when I say the word logistics, think about you taking on a new client them having to make adjustments in their life. What should somebody think about in terms, let's say somebody is listening to this right now. And they're like, oh, I, I need to get in touch with these guys or one of these guys, because I know they can help me. That person listen, listening, we're going to tell them, we're going to change things from a psychological perspective. Yes, we're definitely going to change things from a physical training and feeding nutrition perspective. In, in all of that, we have the logistical perspective. How, do, how, does, how does all this stuff happen? Like. We're going to go from living this life like this that got us to where we were and we don't want to be anymore. And we're, we're aiming to get now to this other zone of health, functionality, uh, improvement. We have to change the logistics. How do you address the logistics with an average type of client who comes to you?
1: So it's always important to understand what their work environment is like, what their home environment is like um you know what type of hours they put in is there a commute Mm. Um, do they travel um are they sedentary are they at a desk the whole time do they stand up good stuff right so i like to get a real good picture of of literally what their day is even the small things right um the logistics of their day right and then their home their home life you know so are they there in the morning for breakfast do they have kids are they married what's mm. what is their uh situation at home uh what is it like when they come home from work um you know do they eat and then just watch TV do they mm-hmm. eat and work do they eat work first and then eat really late at night so many factors play yes. into this because in my situation with the hard to treat people I've had uh, many people who've, had such a a variety of of lifestyles that um, I've had very, very different uh, ways of reaching those goals. Right. Um, Sometimes it's working out multiple times a day. Now that can sound like crazy to someone, but it might be 20 minutes in the morning. Uh, They walk to go get their lunch that can even count for a middle-aged person, you know, for someone who was not even doing that kind of thing. And then while dinner is being made uh, at home at night, another 20 minutes if time allows, right? right, um, You know, sleep cycles too, another, another important thing. Um, so yeah, it's, it's important to get a good grasp on, on you know, how it would work in, in their lifestyle. Um, it should not be a major disruption. That's the one thing I always felt like it was, if it was gonna throw off their life that much, mm. they likely will not stick to it. Right. But sometimes, oftentimes actually, it, it means sacrificing some stuff. And those might be like little vices that are actually unhealthy to those people. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, socializing, uh, you know, where they're actually pushing themselves to go out, uh, you know, when it's not an ideal night during the week or the weekend. Now, those things are, it's really important to socialize, but sometimes you kind of have to sacrifice a little. Right. And if you do take that, you know, if you do socialize, Uh, frequently, it might mean, okay, you know, you kind of have to modify what you order when you're out at a restaurant, you might want to modify the alcohol consumption, Mm. doesn't mean you're not going to enjoy life, you actually will feel a lot better when you start seeing some results. Right. Um, And so yeah, for me, yeah, getting a, a good sense of, of how it can fit into their life without feeling like a burden. Mm-hmm. is very important. I don't want ever anyone to feel that they don't want to do it. But the truth is that's part, you know, some natural, sometimes it's natural. Right. I might feel a little unmotivated at times, but I know it's just temporary a day yeah. or two here and there. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm realistic. And um, again, it's just being a positive reinforcement, trying to get them to commit and stick to it and find ways that it's achievable. Um, right. Right. That's, um,
0: this, the, you said so many good things there in terms of the logistics. I think mm-hmm. a lot of, uh, trainers and coaches really don't pay much attention to that, let alone get enough of the details of that, because we're actually, when we come into somebody's life where they, or, or they come into ours and vice versa, they're asking us to help them change their life. Right. hmm and so therefore it's going to require at least a minimum change in the logistics of their habits and, and their lifestyle um, rhythms, right? So how do we know that unless we get the details of that? Right. So they right. so yeah. it's like, well, you know, tell me about your aches and pains, your 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 energy levels, you know, what are your latest vitals at your left from your last physical if you even got one recently? We have to ask. Tell me about your typical day. Mm-hmm. Right. Tell me about, and then there's layers to this. Like, depending on if the person is single, you know, widowed, uh, married with several kids, who does the food shopping? Where do they food shop? How do you guys eat right. the meals? Like, we need to know that so that we could then make the adjustments and the additions and changes with context mm-hmm. so that. We can keep it simple for them, right? Keep it doable, all of course, with the aim of making it lifetime continuous, right? So, understanding the logistics of somebody's life is just as important as, uh, as understanding their body composition or you know, their sure. cholesterol ratios or their blood pressure or the, their change in body weight over the last 10 years or whatever it might be. The logistics are just as important because we all, no matter what we do or where we're going or what we are doing, we all have the same 24 hours in a day, right? Mm -hmm. So it's a matter of taking that defined block of time for every single person, seeing how they use it, how it's spent, where the adjustments might be able to be made, and then working into that so that they don't feel stressed, or overwhelmed, or feeling like mm-hmm. we're radically pulling the carpet out from under them to 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 lay out this whole new lifestyle from from morning till night. Um, I think that's one of the most critical factors: is that they feel like, oh, okay, like little little bit of this, a little bit of that. We're doing this sessions. He wants me to do that for ten minutes. You know, I could do all this. I think. Um, I think-
1: with with the when you're talking about the time, the one thing I just wanted to add, yeah, is I oftentimes I will tell someone too that, you know, I see someone anywhere from one to four times a week Um, and especially for the ones that are less frequent. Um, But even the ones that are four times a week, I'll say, you know, you only have a little time with me each week. You have a lot more time alone. Right. And so it's important to really, you know, pay attention to what you're doing outside of our sessions. So it's not like I just want to show up. I do, we do our work and, and I leave, I say, where are you going? Are you do you have stuff to do this weekend? Oh, you're going out. So I'll ask those kind of questions because I'm genuinely interested right. in in you know how, how it's gonna go for them. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, they have to keep in mind too that it's it's not just when, when I'm there, it's it's important for them to focus on details outside of our sessions. Yeah.
0: Big, big stuff. So a couple of yeah. things come to mind. Um, you know, even though the title of this is how to get fit, healthy, and strong at middle age and beyond, you know, what we're talking about oh, yeah. here, people in their you know teens, twenties, thirties can and should be doing these principles. Oh, yeah. These principles are the same, but it just so happens that most of the people who seek us out are middle age and beyond right. looking for, the specific help and improvements that they want. So every single person is different in what they're bringing to the table. Some of them vastly different, but we still approach them with the same constructs of how we're gonna change somebody's life, but of course, customized and adjusted to that specific person, their challenges, their goals, and the logistics of their, their particular personal life. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and I think there's a lot to be said about that in, uh, in getting somebody to be successful for a lifetime in this without, without experiencing what they experienced in the past. So I, I did this for six weeks. It was awesome. But then we, we went to a wedding and I was, you know, I never got back on track or we went on vacation and I, I, I don't work out on vacation. Mm-hmm. Right. And so <laughs> it took me, it took me, um, you know, it was really hard coming home after that. And before I knew it, three months went by and then I hurt my my ankle and then I couldn't, I couldn't do anything, even if I wanted to, but we hear Mm -hmm. these stories all the time, all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So the other part of this about, this is really important. And this, this comes up with everybody because now I make it a definite point. And I'm sure you do just naturally middle age and beyond. We have lives that we're living, you know, us like even us we we had this big mm-hmm. wedding a few weeks ago mm-hmm. right up in new jersey <laughs> right yeah and it was awesome we, we'll get to that maybe at the end of this or another day the food was <laughs> so good uh, and we ate we enjoyed it but here we are you know we're not we didn't destroy ourselves but we thoroughly enjoyed ourselves but that's you know, it's a big weekend for you guys, right? Mm-hmm. We traveled from Florida. We stayed up there with you guys for two weeks. Um, but that's life. Does that mean because now we've got a big wedding, we're going to be in the driving for two hours here, two hours there. We're at a hotel for the overnight. Does that mean like we're done with for another year? Like right? for, for some people, yeah. that's yeah. true. Like that takes it them happens. out for a, a year. Yeah. But, right. you know, and part of that's because they haven't learned the tools they need to own, in order to be equipped to navigate those events, those mm-hmm. vacations, those weddings—you uh, name it. There's there's all these things that come up in life that we still have to learn how to navigate the logistics of, so that we stay on track and we don't we don't go backwards, right? Mm-hmm. So let's talk about. Um, as we're coming toward the end here, we've, we've got some really good stuff. I know this is going to lead to more conversations that we're going to have to do in the future. So us, we're middle aged We went on this road trip. You guys were up there. We had the family get-togethers, the the the, the awesome wedding. Um, in in, how can I how can I ask this? When you have somebody new who has a big trip or event coming up that used to take them off track and set them back. Uh, mm-hmm. how do you, how do you now guide them to make that a successful event or trip or what have you?
1: The one thing I always say is to stay connected to what we're doing. And, you know, sometimes the definition of, of what they're doing when they're away or traveling is different than what we we're doing at home, right? Okay, but if, if I say stay connected, uh, we'll discuss some of those principles we've been working on, you know, the importance of sleep and, you know, not going totally crazy with alcohol and food. I want people to enjoy themselves, especially if they're going to a culturally stimulating place. And um, I think that's all great, but I, I would point out, hey, you know, if you don't have access to a gym, you know, just maybe increase your, your walking, you know, we could do some of the floor exercises that don't need, that you, where you wouldn't need any type of weight. Um, exactly. And I know you do a ton of that too with, with a lot of your, your videos, a lot of your clients. Mm-hmm. Um, so th- that's the big thing is to stay connected. We might modify what they do. Um, in fact, most of the times it's a modification. Right. Um, but they are going to stay connected. You know, it just may not be as frequent, not the same frequency as when they're home. Um, But for sure, sticking to the plan, you know, I always say come back on from your trip and, you know, at least maintain your weight if if weight is one of the goals and if it's an issue. Um, And so, you know, usually I think it's a sensible approach for when someone is, going to be challenged with logistics, right? They're going to yeah. be out of town. Sometimes uh, these trips take them to places where they actually have more access to right. Uh, right. equipment and, and facilities. So uh, in those cases, it's actually easier. They just have to be disciplined right. to maybe get up. Uh, that's the other thing is, is with traveling, um, I'll oftentimes say best thing is, is you know when the earlier you can do it, the better mm-hmm. because as your day goes, you know, when you're away, things pop up. Um, but don't beat yourself up if you can't, because sometimes right. you might st- start the day earlier. Yeah. Um, the, the key word you mentioned is staying connected.
0: Yes. I, I think, I truly believe in observations over the years. And I, I, I was a victim of this too, uh, early mm-hmm. on. When we leave to go travel, especially vacation or a wedding type thing or reunion, we, we disconnect from our personal responsibilities and the habits that we employ at home base. Mm-hmm. And in disconnecting, we, we, we free ourselves to deviate from our normal routine, right? And a lot of people, they're not cognizant of this. It's just like they, they, they just think it, you know, I'm going away. I'll get back on track when I get home, right? Right. So even though they could still fully stay on course, just like we do when we travel and our clients do when they travel for the most part, they can too. It's a change in mindset that's strongly facilitated by staying connected, could be connected to us, their coach, connected to their day planner, right? Connected to their day planner or their electronic day planner. They still put their things in there. They could put reminders. I'm still going to eat well. I'm going to enjoy myself et cetera, et cetera, but I'm not going to get off my quote-unquote personal program, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe maybe Mm -hmm. we change it, we adjust it. Sure. Our example,
1: what did we do on the New Jersey weekend uh, at the (laughs) wedding? What did we do? So that was after a night of, you know, beautiful wedding, party (laughs) hearty. uh, We did have a few drinks. drinks, We had a few drinks. We enjoyed ourselves. I, you know, was not saying, oh, I can't have that. I can't have this. No, we earned Um, it. We, yeah but I, the next morning it was not punishment but you and I discussed hey you want to go for a run before the big family brunch and that's what we did you know we woke exactly. up we ran we were sensible we didn't you know run a marathon um it was you know good, took a good catch-up run yeah yeah looked at a, a little map of a few miles and we did something sensible we got back and both did you know some other little exercises, yeah, and we were gone for a reasonable, you know, amount of time, totally maybe an hour,
0: yeah,
1: uh, that day, and showered up and went back to you know joining the family. Uh, right. We all went to brunch. It was great. So, yeah. you know, it just felt it felt good to to do that. Yeah, and, I and I connected. I wouldn't. And not my, want to my, do it. Yeah, right. My routine typically. That was a Sunday. Sometimes I follow a schedule on specific days. Would be different, so that was a modification of what I would be doing at home. Um, but it felt great to to stay connected.
0: Yeah, definitely. I um, think I think we danced off a lot of whatever calories we, take. <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> I'm going to see if I can splice in. The dance clip of the video? Oh floor. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe make that a separate video. But that was good. Yeah. We, were, we were burning it we up. You might right? gain a few subscribers from that alone. <laughs> we put it on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was so good. Um, yeah, it was yeah great. awesome food. So the name of that place was what was it, Locust Hill or Locust Hall Farm?
1: Johnson's Locust Family Farm. Johnson's Locust
0: Family Farm, Locust in, Family J- Farm in Jobstown, yeah. New Jersey.
1: New Jersey. Yeah. Much
0: credit to them. If anybody's near that place, yeah. go check it out. Um, you remember the name the, of the catering company?
1: I think it was called, I think, Toscano, an Toscano. Italian restaurant in the area that does catering. They did we need an to unbelievable get, job. We need to get we're big exec- critics too. Of oh, Italian food. They were, it was phenomenal. They knocked their really socks great. off.
0: They yeah, tried. it was great. We have to get the name from Joe and Joe. Of the yeah. exact place. I want to check out the menu, maybe even share it on the podcast notes for anybody who might be local there to we'll mm-hmm. go check it out. Uh that was some of the best food I've had in a long time. Yeah. Really I'm not
1: place. sure we should be telling people to <laughs> do this, but the, the point is you can do this kind of thing. On That's special exactly occasions. It. like and, and, right. We don't right. eat
0: like that every day. The food is right. su- super high quality.
1: -hmm. Oh yeah, we did not eat
0: a lot of everything. We weren't gluttons about it, but we enjoyed various things that were served from cocktail hour, salad. Even the salad was awesome. uh, The Mm -hmm. dinner, and of course, we we have to try the dessert. The food
1: truck. The food truck. Oh, the (laughs) the food truck. Yes, (laughs) yes.
0: Yeah, they topped it off at the end of the night.
1: Um, Right. The desserts. I didn't touch that. (laughs) I couldn't.
0: I took care of yours for you. Don't worry. I know (laughs) they were they were top shelf, no question. All right. So, um, before, before I go into my wrap up, uh, topics, which are short and fast and fun, um, is there anything you want to say about actually here? I got something. So most people know that I'm like a strong five feet tall, right? Yeah. Maybe 130 pounds, 132 right now in the summertime, whatever, give or take a little for context. What's your current height and weight?
1: I'm six two 240. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, you go. You say five. I say five three. Right. It's probably. It's likely five two. Right. Um. So yeah, and right now I would say my weight is about one twenty eight, one thirty. Okay. I don't know. I think no. Probably about one twenty eight.
0: Right.
1: So, yeah. yeah, I mean, anybody sees I fluctuate a little, to... you know, I experiment with my food and, um, you know, I have a tendency to kind of fluctuate a few pounds. Right. Um, never more, never, never really up. It would typically just drop down a little bit. Right. But that's, you know, experimenting to maybe the, an extreme extent. Yeah. Just to yeah. see how I respond to certain yeah. things.
0: If anybody's wondering, um, we, eat a, we eat a lot of chocolate, both of us. Not every not, day, not a lot every day, but consistently <laughs> yeah. enjoy some chocolate every day. So my right. fun question here, my first, but not question,
1: Reese's and no, no, that no. kind of stuff. And right? everybody
0: a... who follows me follows me knows that we eat good quality okay. chocolate, not junky, <laughs> you know, garbagey dollar store, or even you know, mass right. market, um industrially produced chocolate. We eat quality chocolate of all sorts um and we we try to go organic when when possible right try to try yeah not not always Um, so so before i get into our fun questions again if anybody wants to connect with us come start with the freebies and once you get on our freebies list you'll be able to email us and you'll either get myself or marissa or possibly somebody else depending on who might be helping at the time but if you want to get in touch with us, get in touch with me, get in touch with Dom, or even just try the freebies and subscribe to things and start using these kinds of methods, go to fitnesstraining.live, fitnesstraining.live. Dom's direct email address is d.gemnusa. It's d for Dominic, d.genusa, dot dot g-e-n-n-u-s-a at yahoo.com, right? If you email him and some, for some reason you don't hear back after a few days, that means you spelt it wrong or the, the cyber filters got it and blocked it from getting to him, which happens a lot lately, then come reach out to me and I'll make sure that you get in touch with Dom to explore some possibilities. Um, we are both very busy. We do have other people in the background that do help us. So even, even with that in mind, no matter where you are, and you feel we can help you, logistics and geography do not matter, we could take care of all that, um, just reach out and get in touch. So first fun question. So far, what have you eaten today?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, interesting. So I typically, as you know, um, I typically don't eat anything until about 12 o'clock. I do somewhat of a, a, a modified fast um, an eight hour window where I eat it, it. It feels natural to me. That's what I'm doing now. My first thing I had was I call it a uh, breakfast ice cream. So I took almond, uh, yogurt, threw it in a blender, frozen strawberries, a little bit of almond milk, a little bit of, uh, vegan protein powder, a drop of stevia. What time was that? Uh, that was around 12, 12 o'clock. A little before 12 o'clock, before we got on. Like, I literally just finished. Um, So I blended that up, uh, and I make it thick. So it has the consistency of, like, an ice cream or a frozen yogurt, a little What did you call that again? Breakfast ice cream. Breakfast ice cream. All right. This is going in the show notes. (laughs) (laughs) So I blend that up, and then to top it off, I have to. uh, I have a few uh, good treats on hand that I'll top it off with. So this was uh nature's path organic love crunch cereal
0: yeah Sprinkle some of that on
1: the top and it's so good what did you i have to stop it? myself from pouring you know extra uh <laughs> doses of cereal uh-huh understood what did you blend it in i used a blender okay straight up yeah blender. Cool. just a straight up Oster blender good old-fashioned blender right, right. Uh, sometimes it takes you know you have to move the take a spoon and move it around a little yeah, bit because yeah, yeah. i like to keep it thick Right. Um, you know, you can always add a little more liquid if you need. So that's what I had. That's something I have about once a week. That's kind of like a treat to me, too. It's a little yeah. more sweet than I usually do.
0: But it but, works. Um,
1: but it works. That's what I had today.
0: Okay, so far. Okay, so with that in mind, what's your what's your fitness schedule look like today what, for you personally?
1: Uh, I actually did uh, a routine already of leg exercises, uh, and shoulders. Um, so I did a combination of, uh, some weights and body weight, leg exercises. This is in the Um, garage, right? In my garage. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so that was all partly a product of, of COVID. Right. Um, I used to always do some stuff at home and some stuff at a gym. Mm -hmm. I no longer go to the gym. Um, don't feel a need to, I Mm realized, It's nice to have that extra time so oh, I can yeah. waste more time. Agreed. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good to be around, you know, my wife and daughter more. Yeah. And it allows me to focus on some other stuff too. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I did some, some good leg exercises, um, again, with some weights, some without, and I did some shoulder exercises with, uh, sort of, um, a, a mock-up of TRX suspension bands. This is a right. rope I have around a pole very simple, but but very effective. feels oh, yeah. great. I'd used a few dumbbells and some resistance bands. Nice. Um, and I came up with a little circuit and, you know, I squeezed it in. And hopefully later I'll do some mobility core stuff and some stretching. I'm feeling a little tight lately. Right. Right. I was doing some other activities, being outside, you know, in the summer, biking. I'm starting to feel some things I want to work on. So, yeah. Um, so that'll be we'll an evening, a evening, stuff evening. Later.
0: Evening mobility flexibility session.
1: Yeah, just yep. for a few minutes. I mean, maybe yeah, yeah. ten minutes. And then, uh, as you do, sometimes we'll do a little after dinner walk. Yes, sir. You know, it's not it's not a power walk. We go out, no. my wife and I. Even all the ones Liz we I did go up out. north, right? They were no, they weren't power walks. Yeah, they were yeah.
0: enjoyable spending time together. But we right. walked.
1: That's right. Yeah. yeah, oftentimes done in Europe. <laughs> Exactly. I am out, out every night. Last night, last night home. when you and
0: I, you and I were talking, I was out there walking. That's right. Right. Yeah. Um, that's right. So speaking, before we go to the next quick one, speaking to s- your daughter, Sophia, did she ever show you the COVID singing video we did together on Facebook live? I didn't sing, but I pulled her on with the guitar. T- <laughs> she ever
1: show you that? No, I do know about it, but <laughs> I, I haven't seen it. It was good. We were
0: going stir crazy. So I told Dara, I was like, get Sophia on the phone. Let's just, let's do like a double cam Facebook Uh live. The people who saw it got a kick out of it. And she was great under the, under the circumstances. It was, it was actually pretty good. Did she show you the, uh, the mallow, the mallow ball that I threw the, the marshmallow? Yes. Yes. I was there. (laughs) All right. Right. I can't, I can't remember if you saw it or not, but that was, that was good. She was a good sport. Um, All right. So so for me, people are thinking, well, what's this guy eat? So anyway, for for anybody new here, you might be wondering, well, what's this guy's story? Bachelor's degree, exercise science, master's degree, exercise physiology. You already heard our childhood journey sparked by our father who was leading by example. In a future episode, we're going to talk about our mother. Are we not, Dom?
1: Oh, yes, we will. Because yes. everybody's
0: wondering, well, what about of their course. mom? Like, what does what mom, the V-bomb, have to do with all this? Right. Like, where's she at? Like, what's her status? It's a big subject. We went deep on last sure. night's walking phone call. And we do, have to, mm-hmm. we do have to talk about it on an episode, because I think there's more to come from all that. So, so the V-bomb is going to be a subject. I'm, I'm going to reach out to her, Dom. I was thinking about this today. I think I'm going to reach out to her in the next day or two to open the conversation. Uh, cause it's actually, it's actually the things you and I were talking about last night, are starting to get a little stronger now, now Mm -hmm. that we, we talked about it more. Um, so I think it's just gonna, I'm going to reach out. It might be tonight. It might be tomorrow, but this weekend or whatever, but I just be prepared because I'm, I'm going (laughs) to include all of us, uh, and Marissa too in the, uh, you know, the reasons why and the love behind it. You know what I mean?
1: Sure. All right. Yeah, Absolutely. More to yeah. come on
0: that. Um, so we got that. Uh, we got, we got the training, the food. Um, all right. So one last thing, unless you could think of anything you want to talk about, do you have anything else you want to talk about or mention after I give this
1: last fun thing a whirl? Uh, no, you know, for I, I don't want to extend this any longer to throw you off and confuse you, but of course there's, so many things to talk about yeah. I think that's how this organic exactly this happened organically because our, our conversations in private are oftentimes about what we ate what we do and talk and that's right and again and ins- going back to how this insights happened,
0: right insights about know.
1: specific clients how did we deal with them yeah. what
0: did we do what, what steps did we take and we share mm-hmm. and share and we're like there's so much valuable stuff we're sharing people need to hear some of this at mm-hmm. least. Um, Yeah.
1: Or your take on any new information you hear. And so possibly sharing some more of that or continuing Um, to bust the old myths that people still believe in. Right. Right. We'll have to do more of that. There's still
0: a lot. I got some good ones coming up. Um, Okay. So.
1: Fitbusters. Fitbusters. Ooh, let's save (laughs) that. Another name. Gen flex.
0: Yeah. So, right. Right. So, you know, like I've been, on and off watching some of these movies that are included with Amazon Prime. More documentary type things. Yeah. You, you still have to watch The Russian Five. You're going to love I know, it. I know,
1: I know, gonna I know. You're going to wish you
0: watched it sooner, okay? The Russian Five, because hockey was one of our things growing up. Um, you should then watch uh, Ice Guardians, which is about the fighting aspect of hockey and the, histor- oh, okay. the historic. Okay, yes, I,
1: I know about it. Okay.
0: Yeah, definitely worth watching. You'll think about everything in a different way. Um, and then some of the life stories of the wrestlers from the WWE. Those are
1: pretty fascinating. I yeah. have seen some. All
0: right. So we'll talk about those, but the one mm. I watched over the last three nights, I broke it up was the resurrection, uh, the resurrection of Jake, the snake. Okay. Remember Jake, the snake he used to carry. I the do remember.
1: Thing. Yeah. Okay. Jake The snake Roberts. So,
0: so when I'm, when I'm looking at the videos to select from, I'm thinking, I'm going to spend an hour and a half of my, my time. I want to use it wisely. I want to learn something, mm-hmm. right. I want to be enriched somehow. I don't, I don't like watching like the typical racing bang shooting, like you right. know, killing mm-hmm. you know, typical same stories. I don't, I can't do that much anymore if at all. Um, so I watched that over three nights and I must say, even though you might think it had, it's like the focal point of the story is the wrestling stuff. Mm-hmm. It's the foundational backdrop of a real, like, emotional roller coaster of a story. Of, I know we used, to, I, I used to love wrestling when I was a kid. Like, I oh was, yeah, I, yeah, I know, I know. So watching some of these, it's like, wow, there's there are real challenging stories that these guys lived in their lives, and part of it has to do with the fame and and the, the flexibility and the financial resources they accumulated in, in their entertainment profession. That was yeah. part, part of their demise in later parts of life. Watching the resurrection of Jake, the snake, it's just a great story. I'm not going to give it away here, but When you, when you, you should watch it at some point, you'll see, wow, these are the kinds of people we work with. Like Mm -hmm. he went downhill, maybe worse than others with some addictions and stuff, but he got to a point where it was time to be saved. And this guy has a whole family, like kids and grandkids and, you know, lots to live for. Uh, But then watching how he came back health-wise are Mm -hmm. some valuable lessons in there. Not everything was perfect, but whatever they did worked. And I give uh, Dallas Diamond Page, mm-hmm. former wrestler, DDP, right. much mm-hmm. credit for what he's doing. I may actually reach out to him after seeing this because he, he was the one who was in charge of Jake's comeback, his, his okay. rebirth to health and life. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, He's got a place in Atlanta, and it's called DDP Yoga. And he does, it looks like he does most of it out of his house. And okay. He brings people in and he, he rehabilitates them. Um, so, and seeing that he was a former professional wrestler, pretty successful in his own right, um, to see what he's doing now and and the position he holds for these guys who've lost who've lost themselves and have gotten way off track but are still alive, and what he does for them and other people also that come to him, uh, it was a great story, great lessons. Oh wow! Great insights. Fascinating. I'll yeah. put it on my
1: list. Yeah. yeah
0: put it Um, definitely worth the watch Um, and we'll circle back and talk about it in Mm -hmm. the future. And uh, we'll add, we'll add that to the mix because definitely some great lessons in there for anybody to, Mm -hmm. to, to benefit from and use in life. So that's all I've got. You have anything, any parting words for this specific episode, episode
1: two of season two, uh, before we, we wrap it up? no parting words. No, I think, right. uh, this was awesome. Was a fun time. And yeah, like I said, there honestly is so much to talk about and yeah. Yeah. We just scratched um, the
0: surface today, really on scratching the surface.
1: Yeah. Yeah. All
0: right. So thank you for making the time for doing this. I know a lot of people are going to get a lot out of this, not just when I publish it, but for months and years to come, because this mm-hmm. is evergreen material. Uh, anybody, again, anybody want to reach out, you know how to do that wherever you're watching or listening to this, um, come reach out to us. We're, I'm on Facebook. You can find me at Joey Atlas Fitness. That's another way to join the free group. You can connect with me there. Um, the links I mentioned before, Dom's personal email, if you want to get in touch with him, we can help you no matter where you live in the world. That's the main thing. Uh, we, have, we have technology to lo- that allows us to do that. We can also travel now since travel has opened back up. If we need to travel on site, we can help you, your family, your small or medium-sized business implement a corporate wellness program, we're big on mindset. If you haven't realized that we're telling you straight up, we're big on mindset and a a different methodology on how we do all this stuff. And that's our unique positioning. That's the unique way, the special way that we help lots of people in ways that they couldn't be helped before. And if it's you, we look forward to helping you too. So peace, love, and light. Keep letting your light shine bright. Dom, love you. Love you too. I'll talk to you later. I'm going to hit end, but don't hang up because I'm going to wrap it up with you after we let this record. Anybody else? Come reach out to us and find us. And if not, we'll be back for episode number three next week or the week after. Peace.